It's Friday, August 14th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we discuss National Acadian Day, the new obsession with live streaming every comedy show. We talk Waco on Netflix, Life in the Public Eye, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And we kick it off with Lindsay Ferguson. Sitting around on this old couch, strumming my guitar up here in this old farmhouse I have so many questions, I don't know where to start Don't know if I even want to go there It's 2020 and there's just so much plastic Filling up the sea, killing you, killing me That six-letter word, it's become too common Capital C doesn't surprise me Shocked. I can't be hurt, I don't listen, nothing means a lot Sensory deprivation over medication Can't hear right, see right, do wrong You take my joy, filling me up with gray poison in my food Taking my innocence away Too many guns, they're not emptying themselves out Same hands, could've pulled me up instead about triggers even fireworks unexpected fear they even pop pills in your beer gotta be careful gotta be on top can't take a break can't think can't breathe can't stop happiness is just a word on the tip of my tongue climb another wrong get rich get higher go bigger go better spend a thousand bucks on a sweater made in china made in taiwan made in india made with love into your eyes won't get my hands dirty but i help you spread your lies what garden where does food come from i live in cement metal glass and iron Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? Yeah, Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy, changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays, happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored, eh? <laughs> from Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. 
Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is John Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Toller. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. I, I write that every single Friday, and I despise it. I despise the hashtag Friday, but the kids are doing it. Time, two, three, broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. Is Jen Grant with us? Yes, I am. Good morning. Oh, yes, you are today. First person today. You usually go third person. Yes, she is. Very official this morning. Yes, I am. Good morning to you. Good morning, colleague. Sweet. All right. Yeah. We are live on Facebook as we are Mondays through Fridays. I was going to say Thursday for some reason. Mondays through Fridays live at 7 a.m. Eastern on Facebook at facebook.com slash Julian Diancho. Like the page if you don't already, please. That would be great. great What a fantastic idea. Follow us on Instagram at Julian Diancho as well. And on top of being live, we are available on demand as of 9.30 a.m. each and every morning, wherever you get your podcasts, everywhere. And I'm really excited. Yesterday was our highest downloaded day on the audio platform. Exciting. By about 150%. I don't know what happened, but wow. I'm not complaining. I'm just... Uh, can you imagine amazing. I complain about that? <laughs> 150, it went up. <laughs> so people are listening. We appreciate you listening, whatever you're doing. It is it is fun to watch live, and it's because you get to interact in the comments and stuff. It's also nice to listen on your favorite podcast platform because then you can leave the app you know on Facebook you have to have it open to watch it using data 
Not only that, but it's the quality too uh, is broadcast quality when you listen on your favorite audio devices. You're hearing what we are hearing in our heads from our head holes to yours. Head holes? Yeah, mouth holes. Yeah, no, I know where you're getting that from. ear holes. It's a bit of a stretch. Those are two... It's not that much of a stretch. It's only about six inches from the um, head hole, from the front frontal. Anyway, it's Friday. <laughs> so it's time for this. Maybe I'll wait for the music to stop. I think it's almost done. Hold on. Okay, listen. listen. This is like a commercial. Whoa. Oh, Give me a big my. sip of that cold. Non-alky. Mm. Not today. Non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic Bex we have. Which That's your new fave, eh? I like it. I like the Heineken, which is a go-to. This one has more of a beer taste. It's not as uh, sweet. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> mm. uh, the pre-show song by Lindsay <laughs> Ferguson. <laughs> the very talented li- I, I love that song I can't uh, the only complaint is that it's not long enough oh that's nice it goes by so fast it's like just under three minutes or three minutes I don't know what it is but it's it should be eight minutes mm. gets you moving I know my cousin Yvonne 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 nah. uh, uh, likes that song and um, it's got a good message yeah it's really great really great stuff so Anyway, here we are. It's Friday. Uh, good morning, Jen. Good morning. Good morning this Friday morning. Oh, okay. That was annoying. It wasn't not annoying. Oh, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Hi. Hi. It's uh, Acadian, lo- Acadian not long week. It's not a long weekend. Acadian uh, National or Acadian Day. Oh, is Tomorrow, it? August 15th. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Le Quinze right. des Fous. Is uh, so happy Acadian Day to all of my Acadians out there. Is it fun when it lands on a weekend? I bet. I don't. I think so. I, I'm guessing last year would have been on a Friday, unless this year was a leap year. Was it? Do we have a 29th of February this year? Anyway, I'm not sure. It was either a Thursday or Friday last year, but the uh, yeah, it's on a Saturday, so it's going to be debaucherous in New Brunswick because if there's one thing. Acadians know how to do is uh, drink their beer. That's for sure. It's almost like a rite of passage. Like if you don't, it's offensive. Right. So I'm glad I'm. Um, I'm glad I'm not around with my non-alcoholic beers to. People get used to it though, eh? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But in if you're just, out, I say that in jest. But it's like, and back home, it's like the longer you've been away, the more you have to get fucked up. It's like. I used to joke about this on stage. It's like, mm-hmm. you've been gone for six months while well, we're going to puke tonight. If we don't puke, it's our, f- so true, our right? friendship is on the line. Like, mm-hmm. And so uh, I remember one time being <laughs> early 20s or something like that, young, and this girl was like, oh my God, tonight I cannot wait. It was about a party, taught, referring to some outdoor party we were going to. She's like... I can't wait for tonight. I'm just going to sit by the toilet, drink and puke and drink and puke and no. drink and puke. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, that was the definition of fun. It's like the more weird you puke, the better. It's like... And puking's the worst. It is the worst, especially for drinking. I know. But anyway, so um, 
but it's always fun these these Acadian celebrations all over the province. They have uh, in Moncton. They have this big street thing. I think we were there for one year. Yeah, we were. I performed last year, two years ago at Acadie Rock at um, Hell's Basement in in uh, Moncton. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just I really wish I, we were home for this. I know. Gosh darn COVID. <clears throat> I know we were gonna go next week. Yeah. But it's not looking good. I mean, we would have gone a, a, a couple times since oh, yeah. um since then, so I don't know. Yeah, it feels like we haven't seen family and friends down there for uh, like a couple of years. That's what it feels like right now. And it's like I know. It hasn't been that long. March. March. Well, I feel like the March visit wasn't like a It was all business. Yeah. It was comedy. That's the last no, it's not the last time I did comedy. What am I saying? I've been doing shows, a couple shows here and there, <laughs> but before, before uh, the lockdown, before the long break, we've been doing shows. I was counting. It's over a hundred now since we uh, should have had like a well, we've done a hundred episodes, kind of a celebration. We need to look and see how many we've done, and keep track of that. Because we were seven days a week when the first. Oh yeah. That's right. We started on March, I don't know, 17th or 18th at seven days a week. I'm looking up here if you're seeing me on Facebook because there's a calendar that has not been updated. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we're definitely over 100. Yeah. Probably, um, I'd say between 100 and 2,000 shows we've done. Uh, but it's so fun, the... Uh, my humor now is just, you're just sick of it, aren't you? What? I don't know. No. Between 100 and 2,000 shows since March? <laughs> I, I'll i be honest, I missed, I well, no. I didn't really get it. I think I think I thought you said 200. I don't know. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're sick of my humor. Not at all. <laughs> my dumb, ja- it's not even a, it's not even humor to, exa- oh, look what I did there. I exaggerated the number. <laughs> I'm bad at comedy. <laughs> So uh, yesterday I made a couple really bad jokes and I'm like, wow, is this, I wish I could remember. It was just super cheese. And I was like, wow, like, do I, do I need to practice? Like, am I, have I lost my ability? Oh my God. I am feeling rusty, not just on stage, but same here, just being funny and like same. And I do this thing now because I'm, I'm rusty where I do the nervous laugh that we all hate after. (laughs) I'll say a dumb joke, like, uh, it's between <laughs> 1 and 2,000. <laughs> and it's like, why am I laughing at that? It's not funny. I just made the number larger. You know why I think you're doing it? To cue people to laugh? Yes. I know. Because you're like, that's the that's what a lot, some comics will do on stage. They'll laugh after or smile, like, okay, guys, that's your turn to do, to do some but laughing. But I never did that before. Now I'm I like... Know. You won't. Please laugh. I hope I don't start doing that on stage. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope not either. <laughs> <laughs> we should do laugh therapy start laughing until we laugh for real <laughs> oh that's uncomfortable I'm, embar- I'm embarrassed i can't do that the um yeah actually okay i'm gonna stop talking about it because i do all the time because my tv taping is coming up next friday and after that i'm gonna sleep for a month straight i think <laughs> was that real yes oh i you see i'm confused now anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
my god, is that was yeah, that real? Yeah, yeah, it was real. Oh, it didn't sound it. Uh, sounded... Hey, if you're at home watching this laugh with us. <laughs> oh my god. Ew. <laughs> oh my god oh my god and um i'm so uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) that one was real Ew. (laughs) no that one was real i swear to god ew don't laugh at my real laugh or don't grow us up by my weird laugh anyway last thing i'll say about this live this this tv taping that's coming up (laughs) next week was that real yeah i'm okay i can never tell well, because it's, uh, this show is always like, so how'd you sleep? Good. My TV taping, good. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> change the record. Oh, but shit. anyway, yesterday I got an email from my management saying, uh, they're asking if you want to share a link the night of to make it a live stream. I'm like, this new obsession with live streaming everything, I'm over it, especially comedy shows. So you have the choice though? Comedy's not meant to be watched at home live streamed like a comedy show. There's no. Do you have the choice then, Jules? Yes. I said no. Good. I'm like, okay, because here's the thing. Yes, it's stressful that it's a TV taping, but the thing with the TV taping, it's it's all contained in that night, and you're 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 creating and building a show that's going to be aired on TV several months later, and the audience is in on it. So if you fuck up a line, you can take it over. You can retake that line. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 if, yeah. If you're doing a bit and you're set up and you go to the stumble and where you go, I'm gonna take take that one over. You start the setup again, and people know. People know you're. They know they're part of a, an audience that's gonna be on TV because they do. In the beginning, this like uh, you know, this uh, I don't know, this production assistant or someone comes out and gets them to do all sorts of different claps, like a golf clap at first, like a big laugh as if it's the funniest thing ever, and then an applause break, and then they can put that in. If they need to beef it up, yeah. So the audience is well aware they're cr- helping create. They're part of the creative process of a TV show. All of a sudden, they want to live stream this. Yeah. So then it's no longer. Oh no, we're not doing a show contained in this safe environment where where we're, we're all working together towards a end product. And they edit those things too before they air them on TV. But they want to live stream an unedited version so people can watch from home. I'm like, are you so now it's another level of stress you have to add on it? No, forget it. I said I said uh I really don't want that. Do you think they do you think that they cared that you said no? No. She, she told me it's up to you, it's your choice. We're giving you the option. There's a link you can share. Uh, to invite people to watch the live stream, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to do that. Is the live stream going to be showing re- regardless of whether you invite people? No, I don't think so. I don't. I think they're not going to live stream it. I don't. I really don't want because then it's a whole different show. Now it's I like, okay, it. we got to do it in one you. take. Uh, you know, unedited. You can't take things over now. Re- retake. I mean, a line, or I mean, you could, but then people are home, and I'm like, the fu-? and then the thing with live streaming that's so annoying and not supposed to be part of comedy is that when people have thoughts in the audience, they keep them to themselves because they're part of an audience. It's not just them. It's part of a, they're part of an ensemble, and they don't want to get singled out, and they don't want to get either kicked out or um, or uh, have an exchange with the comedian who will inevitably win yeah. every time. Almost every time. Some hecklers are really funny. There's some really <laughs> funny heckler stories where they outwit the comic. But that's rare. And so most times if you're in an audience and and it's uh, you're watching a show, you keep your thoughts to yourselves. Well, when you're sitting at home in front of your computer and there's a comment section happening live, 
You can just write whatever the hell you want from the comfort of your home, uh, b- behind a username and behind your computer screen, and just whatever it is, positive or negative. You could. I don't want either. I don't want positive comments during. I don't want negative comments during because you wouldn't do that at a show. Oh, that's a good one. Good job. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that happened to me. Even if it was positive, you don't want that shit happening. So, but all of a sudden, uh, it's live streamed at home, mm-hmm. and then you're judged. I hate live streamed comedy shows for the internet. Yeah. I, um, that's my position on it. <laughs> and I did one at the in Gatineau, and I had fun with it. It was really fun in the room. It was fun for myself, the other comics, and the tech when I was because I I really went off the rails. And uh, had a weird set, but it was fun for it. But it really didn't translate on camera because right. on camera you couldn't hear the text in the room laughing. It was just quiet and me doing my weird disjointed set where I was all over the map. Yeah. And uh, so I talked about it on the show. In fact, how my manager was like, "You didn't do what I said," and he was upset. And at first, I was like, "Anyway, it took me a while to come around and realize he was actually right." But um, that one was a hard one to admit. And uh, because I did have fun, but it's just a whole different thing. It's just a whole different way of performing comedy. And I, I refuse. Also, you know what's interesting is as a individual comedian, you, you Me. had, you followed your instincts in the room and did what worked there. But, yeah. but like that extra layer of it going out to, um, an audience at home that's distracted, that's not in that. It's like a uh, another level of detachment. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it's like you did what felt right for you as an individual performer at that time, but like it doesn't translate. It's like a whole other medium, and yeah, and and you miss out on so much when you're just watching yeah, it. Yeah, a- I was talking to my friend. Um, I brought it up. I brought her up a lot. Uh, the last couple of days, but Erica Sigurdsson, really funny comic. She's like, she was talking about how um, a lot of conferences conferences are happening now virtually, and I said maybe that'll be you know a new thing. And she really didn't think so. I'd love to know your opinion because she said you know when she's doing stuff on Zoom and having meetings because she's doing other. Uh, creative jobs and writing jobs and stuff like that the 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 um, temptation to not be fully present and pay attention when you're at home is so huge because you're sitting there in front of a screen you're not like for instance if you watch a speaker when you're at home and you're you know just sitting there in your office or your bedroom living room watching it you're not going to have the same kind of connection Mm -hmm. or the same kind of concentration and focus and responsibility to be an active audience member right right but on the other hand i kind of like the idea of not every conference requiring everyone to be there present like because then that's so much flying so much cost on the environment so i don't know i mean i find wondering if there'll be something in between you know i find zoom a little different than let's say a show on Facebook where people comment with their typing or on YouTube because Zoom, at least you get feedback. You hear them laughing. Mm-hmm. It's a it, it's not the best. Yeah. But I am less, uh, not against, but what's the word I'm looking for? Less, uh, yeah, I guess against Zoom shows than shows that are just streamed live on Facebook for a, an audience at home that mm-hmm. can comment, like text comment. 
because Zoom, you you're in the room with them in the virtual room. You can see them. Yeah, it's easy for them to get distracted and open another window, or but for the most part, most of them are unmuted, and you can hear their laughs, and mm. there's a, an immediate response. So it's not as bad. Okay. And that I would do like if. If I got a corporate, let's say through uh, Robert at Hubcap, he gets good corporates. Mm-hmm. I would take, you know, five hundred dollars less to maybe just do it from here on Zoom, yeah. on Zoom, and not have to go anywhere. And but it's the notion of doing a show without any feedback, and the only interaction you have with people is them commenting whatever the hell they want as it happens, like on Facebook or on YouTube. Zoom is a little bit different, I find. That's just my opinion. I don't, I'm not super opposed, that opposed to, it's not ideal. The best is live. Comedy is a live art form, but oh, yeah. I could, I would settle, even in the post-pandemic world where things get back to normal, I would take less of a pay to just sit here in the studio yep. and do a Zoom show for, because you can have up to 300 people on Zoom watching you. And when you hear 300 people laughing in their computers, it sounds like an audience, you know? Interesting. And so it's, I haven't done one show like that yet. It's not that that uh, bad, but I understand Erica's point, and she's right. It's not ideal, but again, I would totally take a small pay cut to not have to leave. And imagine that's like an extra. You gain. You just you lose two. Let's say you just go down for the gig. Again, just comparing to Robert's gigs with Hubcap Promotions. Let's say I get a corporate gig on a Thursday. I leave here on a Wednesday, do the gig, you come back Friday. So that's three days of travel. Yep. I would take a little hit and just do it from here. Sit in the office and do an hour. Yep. But it's not ideal. It's not ideal for anyone. Not for the audience. Yeah, exactly. But anyway. It's it's nice to have that connection. But I I truly believe that uh, it is a completely different thing. Yeah. Like I anyone who got into stand up I wonder why for what it was live and you yeah, know, it's, it's exciting, it's adrenaline, it's Of course, it's totally totally different. It's just sometimes we have to put that aside a little bit and adapt. to adapt. If you go I didn't get into comedy for this, I mean we won't work again. If oh, yeah, uh, cuz sure. the th- times are changing. Yeah. As our friend uh, Robert Zimmerman had said Bob Dylan. Um <laughs> Jay wants to know, is there smoke in the room with Julesy? Oh, he yeah. He loves calling you Julesy. I called you Julesy one time around him, and he's, I remember he thought it was really funny. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like, <laughs> Julesy. I remember, it's weird what your brain remembers. Eh? Like, I remember that, and I'm sure Jay will remember because he has a really good memory. I'm, it was like at Yuck Yucks, Toronto, in the green room. Toronto or Mississauga? Toronto, yeah. Toronto. I remember... I called you Julesy, and he's like, Julesy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it was at the... Uh, actually, I remember the date. It was April 2009. It was for the great, great Canadian Laugh-Off. Yep, Jay was hosting. Oh, my God. And we were... Speaking that's, about good memories. Because the wow. only time I've ever gone really used that Toronto green room was during things like that. The Laugh-Off, because they were taping, I think, or something like that. I don't remember. 2009? Yeah. I remember meeting Jay for the first time in 2007, and he right away started calling me Jules, but what not, not Julesy. Mm, what was the 
laugh off. Was it me or you? It was uh, me. Okay. Me. And that's the first time I met Luch. And, um, Luciano Casimiri. Yeah. Anyway, good. Uh, memory lane. I can't memory believe that was 2009. Yep. What the hell? April 2. Because I went in for two years in the laugh off. My first time was it. Are you 2008? Sure? Yes. 1,000%. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm 1,000% sure. I was sure. there? Yes, you came up. We stayed at Stacy Gibbs' house. Seems like a really long time ago. Yep, you you were in New York. We weren't living together yet. I had because I moved there in June two thousand nine. We were dating for four months, and we went to the motorcycle club after. I hit my first wall around you, and you thought something <laughs> something was wrong. Okay. I hit these walls where I get so tired. I'm like, I, where if we're out, especially drinking, if we're out, and I just I'm like bed now. I need my bed. I need a bed, and I just get. I shut down. Mm-hmm. It's not towards anybody, but j- I remember we were like three or four months in, and you were like, "What's wrong? Did I do something?" I'm like, "No, bad. I just need." That was my first walk. You get borderline rude. Yeah, we were at that motorcycle club. You get so tired. Your social skills go. You're like, doesn't matter. Like oh, I'm gonna be rude. I just need my bed. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, that was without a doubt 2009. So that smoke is incense. Yes. Dipped in uh, PCP. I take the incense sticks, dip them in PCP, and then uh, reap the benefits. Reap. Woo. Do you think someone on PCP would be this low energy? (laughs) Um, What is PCP's like uh, acid? I don't don't even know what it is, to be honest. It's like Uh, crank or something. I have no clue. No idea. We watched uh, Waco yesterday on Netflix. It's um, almost done. It's a limited series where I don't know how many episodes there are, but it must uh, have only been three, eh? Three oh, all four? that to say, it's did good. I finish talking about? <laughs> I think so. Moving li- live streaming comedies. I think so. Anyway, all that to say, I said no because I'm like, now I have to worry about it being a tape. Now I have to worry about the audience at home. Anyway, no, no yeah, I did. I did finish everything. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Was that a real laugh? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really a laugh. It was more of a hey. Um, so Waco about the uh, what do you call it? A commune, the cult, I guess. Yep. In in Waco, Texas, in '93, is it wrong that watching that before all the uh, shooting and stuff? I'm like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I want a building just like that in the woods, uh, with friends and family, and I will assume the burden of sex. And uh, <laughs> no, that I, that's so crazy. I know. Um, assume the burden. But uh, you can assert, assume the burden of sex. Can you imagine? There's, yeah, you got to watch the show. So it's well, it's not really spoiling anything. It's, it's not. It's a real thing that happened. That's right. So it's about this um, cult. In cult? Am I using the right word? Was yeah. it a cult? Yeah. yeah. That's what they called it. Shrouded in. Uh, but Bible study, that was kind of the, their whole thing, and their leader, David something, mm-hmm. was uh, he recruited people. You couldn't drink, smoke, or do drugs in the on the commune and um, in Waco, Texas, of course, or just ten miles outside of Waco, Texas, in Mount Caramel, and 
he's uh, recruiting one guy and he's telling him like you know at first he just goes as a tourist to 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 spend a couple nights and then he's like would you like to stay because we don't let tourists stay but you have to become one of us would you be celibate and the guy's like uh i don't think so he's like well you'd have to be celibate and he goes what about the uh the married couples that are here the married guys he said well they're celibate too he said i've assumed the burden of what the burden of sex the burden of sex why did i forget that word (laughs) i've assumed the burden of sex for everybody on here not for my kicks but just not uh, yeah because we we can't succumb to the um yeah, like sins he, of the flesh. And he was saying that when you when you have sex and you just like give into it and have sex, like give into that desire, that you don't reach a certain level, basically of an enlightenment yeah. and connection with God. So he's taken one for the team. Yeah. And what a and salesman! I mean, you know how they they can yeah. say he could sell uh, ice to uh, whatever. It, to an Inuit, uh, yeah. Even though that's that's the PC version. Yeah, of and uh, this guy sold. I will fuck all of your wives. <laughs> don't worry, you guys will be enlightened. I don't want to do it. This is the last thing I want. I, I, is this this pain will pain me, <laughs> but I will do it. I will <laughs> sleep with your wives, all of the single women here. What a nice guy. Wow. Truly selfless, and I, I won't like it. That. By Must the way, I won't like it. <laughs> Must have been that mullet. Yeah. That anyway. The mall going. But not that weird part, all the weird religious stuff, but just um, living in a commune like that, mm-hmm. detached. He's like, when he's describing it, he's like, you know, they've got power and everything, but we have no running water. We're out here in the middle of nowhere. And, um, and I'm like, oh my God, I want that. I just want to be left you alone. You have it. Well, should we get the water turned off? No, that's okay. I enjoy the luxury of running water. I know. Um, mostly, I could almost do it, except for the toilet. Right. The that toilet at you know the camp that you guys had. Well, you already you already poop outside. Do so you have to pee and poop outside? Hmm. Nothing. Pardon? Oh, like, you mean I poop? Yes. Up? Like, why, where did that come from? I don't know. I was just I trying to. Poop. I was just trying to lighten things up. I don't be even funny. Poo in d- d- See, this is how rusty I am. I'm like, you poop outside, so what's the difference? You'll just have to pee out there, and you're like, what? I don't get it. I don't. Um, anyway, it's a great show. The only part I find un- not believable, what actually happened, was there's they're in the middle of nowhere in the Texas plains, and then there's another like abandoned house yeah that was weird right next to it and they're like someone moved in across the street and it's the fbi i know and you're like wouldn't wouldn't they be like wh- why would someone move into a, an abandoned old house yeah like but i guess it like must a, have happened for real look terrible you know what i would like they should do a show on the people because jay just said here branch the branch davidians were the victims of the waco tragedy i i think they should do like a little follow-up on what's happening with some of the people and them telling their story now yeah that's that's always interesting i love some survivors oh yeah well i i I imagine so but it was crazy i remember like um um in the show 
watching because because you know that it's real. Like I wonder how well, much they show embe- real footage embellished. They show real footage, like they they, uh, you know, the news reporter that's there when the shooting starts. Yeah, and um, you see him shooting. Then they put in real footage from '93. Yeah, it's good. You should watch. It's it's I, really I good. Sure but about it. But yeah, I love those I shows that you see about cult uh, oh jay said there's no survivors apparently oh shit spoiler no survivors oh even, my god um, even the babies i guess we'll see holy shit well yeah because the book it's based on a book written by the fbi negotiator in the show the guy from uh he's he's in a lot of stuff uh, i forget his name he's in boardwalk empire here let me see if i can find his name a lot of good actors. Yeah, in this, uh, really good. Michael cast. You know what? I don't. Michael Shannon. Mm. He's in everything. Uh, anyway, he plays Gary uh, Noser. That. The negotiator. Yeah. He's got a very interesting face. And I find it's based on his book, Gary Noser. I don't know if I'm saying Noser right. N O E S. Mm. N-E-R, Nazar, <laughs> Nazar, <laughs> Gary Nazar. Jay said fire took them all out. Oh, shit, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> that cackle. I couldn't, I couldn't be, like, part of that situation, the, la- the lack of responsibility um, and stress of paying bills and feeling like, I feel like now we all have to have this like big purpose and you know what I mean? I think there's something very relaxing about putting all of your purpose into like a community goal and like, it's just relaxing. But the part I couldn't get my head around and I could not be part of, um, except for the, the no running water thing is, um, I, I don't, I'm not good with bosses and like, he's like this cult leader. Like I'm taking the burden. You're all my followers. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not, no, right. I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. But what were you saying about the burden of bills? You would want that? You no, would wa- I like the appeal of that. Like, oh, I think that's what, how people escape there. You know, they're going through rough times or whatever. And it's like, you can just go to this house yeah. in the middle of the Texas plains and be left alone. Right. And be off the grid. I mean, there's something and study very. The Bible. I think everybody can agree that there's something very appealing about that, where you don't, you're just like you take away all the stresses of of regular life, and then a lot of times, you know, one of the biggest sources of stress is your family, I and mean, you could just be away from them. Yeah. And then you're like, sorry, I I'd love to help out, but I'm in a cult. I wonder. Uh, I didn't realize Macaulay no. Culkin had a brother. Yes, yes. You could really tell the resemblance. I know. You could see the resemblance that Macaulay. Oh, this show is already two years old. Oh, more than two years old. No way. Oh, we're behind. I thought we were like yeah. talking about uh, <laughs> cutting edge. Yeah, this new show Waco is two and a half years old. Oh. Well, I think that happens on Netflix. I think there's shows that we don't even realize are on there, and all of a sudden people are They're really like trending. Yeah, like digging deep into Netflix and being like, "Oh, what's this?" And I feel like they have to get better at like organizing what's on there because i when you're trying to search for something like i know that there's a lot of good stuff on netflix but it's like hard to find it all i can't believe i thought i actually thought that just came out 
I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I was like, what about the gentleman that we watched? Is that old too? I wonder. Well, Jay said that was 27 years ago. Yeah, like yeah, we know the happened. incident happened a long time ago, but we didn't. The show, we thought the show had just come out. Yeah. Oh, the gentleman came out in 2019. What the hell is wrong with me? I thought this was all brand new Netflix content, and I'm like, I'm watching it, thinking, oh, this we can talk about this on the show. It's all right. It said Jay said my mistake. There were survivors, a few adults, and they released 21 kids within the first month of the standoff. I wonder if a all month the-, the standoff. Okay, no more. Let's not talk about okay. it anymore because I know this. <laughs> I know the story. Like I've heard. I remember. Yeah. But I don't know how long. It, right now, we're just in episode three where it just started right. uh, the shooting and a couple people got shot and then they, they cease fire. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't know it lasted a month. I didn't know all of this. So uh, Yeah. What else is in the news? There's, there's, oh, there's a new reality TV show that uh, people are being sent to a deserted island and they compete for a million dollars. It's called Survivor. I'm really excited for this one. Yeah. <laughs> <It's, laughs> confidential yeah um all right yeah i really thought this was cutting edge new stuff and people are like yeah we've seen waco mm-hmm. <laughs> we know it yeah they're all dead move on i mean it's in- pretty interesting how like there was one guy one of the characters in the show i guess him and his wife were trying to have a baby for 10 years couldn't have a baby um, and, and this then, is how good this guy was a salesman. He's like, yeah. I will impregnate your wife. Don't worry, I will. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And and it's not like that man, I'm sure it's based pretty closely on real life because that man was like a lawyer or something in his other he was previous a, life. Uh, not a lawyer. He was a um, theology professor oh, okay. in Hawaii. Hmm. Confident. Well, that's the other uh-huh. thing. Oh, go ahead. Whoa. No, go that's ahead. The other thing is that that David, the cult leader, he was very smart, and I think that's why he was able to convince so many people because you you'd have to have something like you know. Yeah. Anyway, mm. it's crazy though. It's crazy what people will be willing to go ahead to do. That's it. No, that's it. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. Uh, All you news from coast to coast. One of the worst things I've ever done (laughs) is starting that trend to dance every time. Here's your daily dose for Friday, August 14th. Um, McDonald's Canada announced Thursday it will soon be getting all of its beef from Canada again. Wow. Big news. Months after supply chain disruptions here due to COVID-19 spurred it to bring in the meat from outside the country. It will switch back to 100% Canadian beef beginning in September. Okay. Yeah. I never knew that. You know, it goes to show you, like, I don't know where they get their beef from. I don't eat there, but every once in a while... You know, you could be on the road as a comedian and there's like nothing else to eat because McDonald's is everywhere. I know. I hadn't had fast food. I mean, other than A&W in so long. Yeah. And in the last year or two, in the last year, driving to Montreal three, four times a week. Yeah. Oh, I've had some. And? 
it's it's exactly what you expect. You you're hungry. You're like this is gonna be good. It is, <laughs> and then it's awful. It's all for the taste buds. Basically. Oh, you feel like garbage after. What about A and W? You don't feel as bad though, eh? You don't feel the best. I'm not like wow. Let's go running. <laughs> I just had a mama burger it's and like, onion rings. It's not fuel. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, rest assured that it's all going to be from Canada again. So there you go. Mm. Doesn't make you want to eat it, though, eh? It was kind of a weird news day. What about the pink sludge? Is that still from Canada? (laughs) The pink filler? No, they're importing that. Oh. Yeah. Just to have the special imported sludge. Right. Ew, that's so gross. It's making me want to throw up. It's in there. Ew. And I eat it. Ew. So I'll eat gross. anything. It's crazy. I just know. I don't care what they tell me, what they say it is. Yeah. Tastes good. I'm like sure. <laughs> but there's pink sludge That's in here. That's not f- true. You I've don't had, do that. I've had McDonald's since knowing that there's pink sludge in the meat. Uh, they I've must had it. not. Yeah, but they must have done something about the pink sludge. Uh, okay. I'll look it no? up while you. McDonald's. No, I want to stay here and pink. wait for you to. Slime myth. Myth. The claims are a myth according to a company which says it's removed the so-called pink slime from its meat three years ago. Lean, finely textured beef treated with ammonia was some individuals called pink slime. Okay, hold on. McDonald addresses Ew. pink slime claims. It's so gross. Again. So this came out. When did this article come out? Oh, 2014. McDonald's claims that pink slime as meat fillers are making rounds again on social media. McDonald's hamburgers are only 15% real beef. Reads one widely shared photo. No, that's that's not the truth. Oh my god! Like holy fuck! The other 85% is meat filler cleansed with ammonia, which causes stomach intestinal cancer. The claims are a myth, according to the company, which says it removed the so-called pink slime from its meat three years ago, so 2011. So it was true, though. Lean, point. finely textured beef treated with ammonia, that what some individual calls uh, pink slime or selected lean beef trimmings is not used in our burgers, a recent report said is false. The pink slime controversy dates back to 2011 when celebrity chef Jamie Oliver aired a show decrying its use in the U.S. The so-called slime refers to lean beef trimmings, what's left over after all the choice cuts are taken and treated with ammonia, hydrox... Uh, I was going to say hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> ammonium hydroxide, creating the pink hue. Ammonium hydroxide is used to kill off back... Isn't that what exploded in Beirut? The trimmings are banned oh. from the human consumption in the UK. In the uh, all right. So I guess not. We use real beef. Director of Quality Assurance for McDonald's Australia says in the video, specifically, we use four-quarter and hind-quarter trimmings. None of the pink slime stuff that everybody keeps talking about and certainly no meat fillers. Well, there you go. Well, when it comes to when it comes to business and them cutting corners and it being the cheapest they can do, they can make it. You know, yeah. when, it, when it becomes like a business where you're trying to make as much money as you can, they don't really they just do what they can get away with right so that people aren't immediately dying like they'll probably if you ate it i remember meeting someone one of my mom's friends who who was uh single he's the single guy and he never learned how to cook so he ate burger king literally every day 
Literally every day he had a Burger King meal for dinner. And I'm not exaggerating when I say every day. Well, look at... Um, Unless someone was cooking him dinner, he would go to Burger King and have a Burger King. And not, not anywhere else, Burger King. Mary Jo's grandmother lived into her 90s and she ate fast food every single day. Oh, yeah? Denise Dion says, have you ever seen gra- ground chicken or turkey? Pink sludge. Yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. When you're frying it? Uh... No, I guess she's just ever seen ground ch- chicken or turkey. It's pink sludge. Yeah, eating meat is actually super gross, but it is. If you really think about it, it's disgusting. Yeah. But it tastes good. Anyways, it is gross. Sure though. does. It's really gross. Um, changing gears here. Threats against Prime, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his colleagues in the federal cabinet increased significantly between 2019 and 2020. According to the RCMP data... The Forces Protective Policing Unit opened 130 threat files targeted, targeting Trudeau and his ministers between this January and July, up from 100 during the same time last year. How many? Uh, I love how that's just a thing. How like many? They have to deal with it. Well, the, it's 30 more cases. There was 130 files filled between January and July. from 100? Yeah. Oh, well, that's barely news. Well, still, it's... Yeah, it's like 30% more. Mm-hmm. RCMP recorded uh, 215 such threats throughout all of 2019. RCMP wouldn't share the nature of the threats, but their release follows several incidents in which members of public targeted high-profile politicians for harassment and potential violence. Why? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, sorry. Why? In which world would you, why would you ever want to be a politician? I, I was mean, just going to say, so much pressure. A good friend of mine that you know was, yeah. um, is the youngest ever premier in Canada's history mm-hmm. was, was the New Brunswick premier, Brian Gallant. Great guy, overachiever, and holy shit, you're met with such vitriol hate. Yeah. Like vicious... And you can't live your life. He was the liberal. He was liberal. He is liberal. And um, like he couldn't I think just hang poli- out with you. I think his political career is uh, done. I think he's out of politics. I'm pretty sure he was. I think he's just practicing law now. But oh my God. I'm like, why would you want that? And again, he's. I know I've known him since um, I'm 12, 12, 13 years old. Actually, no, I was 14. His mom thought I was 12 or 11, mm-hmm. 11 or 12. She didn't want to leave me home alone one time. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But um, <laughs> we were, you know, best friends and recorded a bunch of sketches together. Funny guy, great guy. And the amount of hatred hurled at this guy, it was, I'm like, why would you ever choose this mm-hmm. as a life? And uh, yeah, I mean, even just in social settings, he mm-hmm. couldn't act like a normal person and be himself. It was mm-hmm. always with this, you're a walking billboard the entire time you're in public office. Even if it's Friday night at 9 p.m. and you're at friend's house, you are just got to be this, yeah, hey, person. you cannot be, you can't ever turn it off, ever. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, well, I can't wait to hang out with him again. Post, I wonder, post-political life. Like, now that he's he's made history and forever people will recognize him as being the premier at one point, mm-hmm. could he just go and hang out with you at a pub in, in Moncton now? 
Well, people, people carry are, that for a long time. Yeah. People, you fuck. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I know it's, it's not insane. The, I know it's not the same thing, but I saw Jacques Chrétien at um, a gate at the Ottawa airport. He was uh, on the same flight as me. It is the same thing, only and bigger scale. Like yeah, more people well, will hate Jacques. No, no, I know, but you have to listen to what I'm going to say. Oh. So it, it it's not exactly the same, only because you know it's a bigger deal to be prime minister. But it, but being premier like was a big deal too. I'm not taking away from that. But prime ministers, the reason I'm saying all this is because at that gate, this was like maybe seven years ago, and um, he had security with him. Mm-hmm. Even now, or seven years ago, and that was years after he was prime minister. So, like, what is that going to be the same? Brian doesn't have security, but he must be. He must always have to be aware. That's something maybe he didn't think about before. Great, he made history. Great, he did something extraordinary, and he'll be like he's in the history books, and you know. And you're gonna have people that all, will always but, hate you. Yeah, like when he yeah, goes out now, like like, like for, years later for ten years. <laughs> Yeah, fucking look at that guy. It's that. Oh my god. It's. Yeah. I know. Why would you? Anyway. Maybe he should get some plastic surgery and. Yeah. Shave his head or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, at least it's a, maybe a little bit better in Canada. I don't know. Maybe. Remember but when John Christian would just choke people out when he was yeah, prime, prime yeah, minister? Yeah. He was actually pretty. I think he was pretty uh, likable. I think a lot of people yeah, liked him. Yeah, he was one of the longest, I believe. What a character. Um, I'm going to Google it. How long was... He was such a character. Well, he is such a character. He's still alive. Yeah. He was... Served Prime Minister for... Oh, for 10 years. It seemed longer when than to that. when? November 93 to December 2003. It seemed longer than that, but uh, that's pretty good, though. Longest prime minister in Canada was Mackenzie King. And how long was that? Twenty-one years. Whoa! Yeah, Lo- that's really long. Longest list of prime ministers. <clears throat> Oh, it's one of those where it's not like... Uh, I, I thought John Christian was up there, but I guess not. I guess because... Um, oh, yeah. Mackenzie King, 21 years. Sir John A., 18 years. Pierre Trudeau, 15 years. Oh, I didn't realize that. He was very uh, loved, too. 15 years. Wow. John Christian is uh, number five at 10 years. Stephen Harper, nine years. Wow. Brian Mulroney, eight years. Um, I was after that say, it drops to like five years, four years. I think I've mentioned this too on the podcast, but my friend, my friend's sister worked for the government, and she, he she worked for like the Ministry of Fisheries or something, and he was so that's a high up position, and he had like no life. He worked so hard; it was just nonstop. Like he literally slept and worked. His family never saw him. It was so stressful, and she said, "I can't even imagine." like what it's like to be prime minister or like it's it's insane or premier well, like you have no life you have no life people are angry at you um and want to like kill you there's threats against your life in fact we went to uh Brian's wedding while he was premier yep we went to a sitting premier's wedding 
Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, it was great, obviously, but it was totally, you felt like you were at a liberal party um, fundraiser event. Yeah. Like all these politicians taking the podium, giving speeches. You know, it was very few of like high school friends going up there and giving speeches, but it was like, and with the, the political jokes and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I thought uh, Brian wouldn't be here because he's so busy creating jobs. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what the hell? He it should was, write a book or something. It was very interesting to be to be there, but I really felt like, Really small at that at that at that event. Mm-hmm. It was uh, great to see a lot of high school friends and, and stuff like that. But it was like two events actually, in one, because at one point, a lot of the politicians left, and then it was just kind of like a bunch of friends from high school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we went to a premier's wedding while he was premier, and mm-hmm. it was totally. Uh, a whole different experience than just a classic wedding where you just let completely loose. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Because you're watched the whole time, no matter what's happened. You're already watched when you're when you're um, getting married. Like, everyone's kind of... Got, but the, now you're the premier of a province, the youngest ever, and you're getting married. Everyone's just watching your every move. Are, is he going to have a drink? Is he What is he drinking? What's in that glass? It's just like... Mm-hmm. Everything's so calculated, but uh, it was a blast. It was a beautiful wedding and and uh, lots of fun. Just totally different than anything I'd ever seen. Yep. Go ahead, Jen. Sorry. Oh, no. No, no. Don't be sorry. Kim Campbell, our only uh, woman, female, premier, 132 days. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was not... That's a whole other can of worms. Uh, it's um, a whole other Kim of worms. Go me. ahead. Here's a positive story to end this daily dose. Two surfers save save a starving cold dog from a sea cave after it had been missing for three months. Uh, what oh, yeah. the hell? How would a dog even survive? For three months in a sea cave? Yeah. It says here that two friends were out on a surfing trip when they saved a dog stuck in a sea cliff cave. On August 1st, Zach Regan and Maddie Johnson were off on an overnight adventure on Vancouver Island's remote west coast with everything they needed to go surfing and fishing, yada yada. They were out in their small aluminum boat when, out of the corner of their eye, um, one of the guys saw like these brown legs of an animal in a cave, and it was too small to be a bear or a wolf. It was a starving, cold, terrified dog. We were trying to um, dodge, they were trying to dodge a storm, but we had made the decision to save the dog. The pairs, um, the two guys, rescue (laughs) mission, what? Nothing, go ahead. Are you laughing because I'm paraphrasing? Paraphrasing? No. Oh, okay. No, I can just tell you're reading because you're so low energy right now. You're like... Ah, don't criticize the dog. So. Stop it! I'm not it. criticizing. I could just you go. You were you're all fired up and alive. Then you're you stop. Go into stop. Uh, the guys. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna start crit- critiquing your. You're not allowed to. Yes, I am. Nope. And if you turn off my sound on the microphone, then everybody will know because they know I'm a windbag, Magoo. So, um, 
Yeah, so it's, uh, they saved this dog. They said once Stella, that's the name of the dog, was safely on their board, on their boat, they snuggled her in a bag to keep her warm. No. Enthusiasm. Then, <laughs> then Was that manufactured? Because it felt so good. Really? Yeah. Oh, I need to be more. I need to start fa- faking my enthusiasm. Me too. I. I. By the way, I'm in the same boat. It's not a criticism. Not everything's a criticism or negative or an attack. It's just fun. Can we not just laugh at <laughs> something funny? There's. I should have sent you this picture of the dog. It's really cute. Then once they were on dry land, um, they began searching for the owner. So, Maddie says they were. There were great vibes all around when the owners long since consigned to the fact that their dog had died they got word that she was safe Aww. the owners were amazed to see their pet again they thought they'd lost their dog forever when they became separated um three months earlier so imagine the dog oh, i thought something happened to your mic stuck <laughs> Stuck there for three months. I wish there was more information in this story mm. about how it survived. Well, yeah, what did it eat? I know. Did it have any legs? <laughs> Meaning, did it eat his, his, oh, all right. his own legs? Yeah. Um, that's your Daily Dose for today. Oh. Yeah, that's kay. right. Nice and light. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. All right, Jenny. Yeah. Thanks so much. You know what? You're welcome. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Um, hello? Hey. What's going on over there? Sorry, I'm uh, struggle. Struggle fest? S- struggle fest. Uh, struggle fest, struggle fest. Um, Hold on one lo- sec. Okay, sure. Hold go that ahead. thought. Hold that thought, and let me just get this out of the way before you do. Today's episode once again is brought to you by Gringos. Maybe the Gringo ate your baby. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Do yourself a favor. Do the hot sauce lover in your life and go to Gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide variety, a large selection of the best hot sauces you'll ever taste in your life your gd life take it from me take it from us we are pepperheads doug knight chef by trade and his wife flora are 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 obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor and they nail it every time that's the thing with these sauces they're they're hot not too crazy pretty good heat there's a different products out there but the flavor in them you won't believe it you won't believe your taste buds just get out of here you lying taste buds i don't believe you oh my god i know <laughs> i didn't think you were there yeah oh we are pepperheads we are oh thank you oh you you left so i had to- I know it's okay uh, go to gringosblazingsauces.com it's free shipping for orders over 40 dollars in canada but they ship all over north america so U.S. and Mexico, you have to pay for your shipping. You can thank Trump for that, mm. for the tariffs. Tariffs. And, uh, yeah, it's free shipping for orders over $40, and 
What else did I want to say? Oh, enter promo code JD5 for an additional 5% off. That 5% off is available to anybody and everybody. JD5 at checkout. Get 5% off. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com, gringosblazingsauces.com. Do it today. Hello. Hey. Here's a couple comments. Laura says, any level of government representation equals an immediate attack on your personal life. So discouraging. Yeah. Very true. Jordan says, Trudeau came into her work right before COVID shut down, and he was in his band tea drinking a beer. What is band tea? Band t-shirt? Like, no? In like, his band tea? Band tea? No, like in his band, T. Like maybe like a, 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 a t-shirt of a band? Oh, okay. Is this a... Uh, Is that a thing, a band T? I I guess. No. I don't know. I'm, I'm. Did he seem nice Is this Jordan? like a black canonsman? <laughs> anyway, Jordan, go ahead. Jordan, did he seem nice? Did he seem cool? Are like, we going to write... Were people like... Well, no, but if she does, then I'll acknowledge it. Okay. But I'm just curious... Um, did he seem like, did a lot of people bug him? Um, he just walked in all casual. Crazy. Laura says, yay, oh, the I'm dance. Sure he had, I'm sure he had, uh, he, she, Laura likes security. your dance. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Silka, it's a curse. Good morning, Silka. Silka morning, says, everybody. yay, thumbs up. Did you see him yesterday? Face was all frozen. Happy weekend for you. Um, I guess she was re- Silka was replying to Laura. Did you see him dance yesterday? Face was all frozen. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan said, "Yeah, he was nice. Nobody bugged him. That's such a Canadian thing." No. That's awesome. All right. That, yeah. Those are the comments. Um, Laura said, "I was worried we were back. We were going to lose the dance. Glad it's back." Oh. See, you have to do it shit. forever. I know. <laughs> I really don't want to. I really don't want. I don't feel to. <laughs> I don't feel to. <laughs> but. Oh. The dance is back. It's here to stay. <laughs> come on, keep it's going. Too hard. Keep though. Going. No, that's too hard. The rock, hard rock song again. I mean, come on. I love it when your voice gets all earnest and vulnerable. Um. Life in public office is, is no easy feat. At the end of the day, that happy Canadian day to my Canadian friends. Don't go to uh, drink off your face. It's gonna be that kind of weekend we know, filled with beer gardens and going on boats and doing all this shit that you do as a katie as you drink your face off <laughs> until you puke better yet yeah and it's your weekend to live debaucherously what else do we talk about today jenny we talked about trudeau all right and his lack of privacy yeah, oh, this is just amp it up. Here we go. We talked about Waco. I want my own cult, but very uh, different cult <laughs> than usual. I just want to be left alone. You 
don't need to follow any doctrine. We don't need to do anything that we don't want to. We just need to sleep in. We just relax. And you can assume your own burden of sex. You can fuck your own wife in my commune. You can really have your own life in my commune. You can just leave us alone. And then we will contribute to society by fully going off the grid. We won't pay taxes, but we won't have to. We'll be recognized as some sort of religion, so we won't have to. But please join my cult and find your inner peace. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one, actually, Jules. Good job. Whatever. Ah! <laughs> now it's like the dance now. This these improvised songs. Now I'm feeling too much pressure, and it takes away from it. I'm thinking too much. Well, I'm thinking too much. What well, page was the that? People I like love that. It. I like that. Oh, that's the last page. The page people 75. love it, eh? So you got to keep doing what the people want. <sighs> Maybe this will be a good cult one. This is called Breakout Mission. Listen, Ooh. move in with us. Ooh, Find okay. your inner self. Get you love yourself, escape oh. the world, yeah. Yeah, get out, get out. If you give birth to a baby, it's a girl. You get to keep her, it's not mine. I won't assume it. Actually, we don't want, no, I don't, I don't know. Keep no. your baby, keep your baby, keep your baby. <laughs> Let's go on page <laughs> 69 and see if there's a, uh, hold on here. It's called keep on track. Nope. You know so quickly. Nope. How do you know so fast? I see, because I can see the. All right, welcome to the cult that we're going to start. It's just the off the grid, no bills payer cult. Here we say no to the man. We don't want to pay your bills or meet your demand. No to the man. No, no to the man. We just want to be left alone in the woods and do things that feel good. Feel good, feel good, feel good. We'll have game night and music night and craft night and band night and we just have fun in the woods in our commune. There are no rules. You don't have to pay any bills. You don't have to do anything. And best of all, you get to fuck your own wife. It's Nobody assumes the burden of sex but you and you can have to. Only you. You decide and it's our cult. Join us. We don't follow any weird religions or anything other than we have gardens. That's our religion. Sure, we'll plant things. And if it works, it works. If not, we'll order some McDonald's because we discovered that there's no big sledge anymore. So there's really no stress about the gardens. This is a stress-free commune with no leaders. And you get to make love to your sweet, sweet wife. Make love to your sweet, sweet life. And not pay any bills at all, yeah, just escape the grind of the daily grind and the hustle and bustle and relax, because that's our cult. We just relax and we play games and do whatever the hell you want, yo. And you know what? The best part in our commune is you're allowed to drink and smoke and do drugs, whatever, (laughs) especially hugs. Yeah, our commune. Join us, please. Amen. God. Whatever. I do love the you know what I love about the song mm. is that like if anyone's ever done improv before, it's 
kind of cool just like trusting like you don't even know what's going to come out of your mouth i know it's kind of cool okay well have a great weekend you guys i think we're you know what i think we're gonna have next week our guests i was thinking that too i was thinking even pre-recorded for our uh friends that are on the west coast that can't yeah because i'd love to you know who i'd love to talk to yeah who christine von hagen ah yes and we could do a pre-recorded um interview with her and then play it well what do we do we just sit here while it's playing just look at the camera (laughs) oh yeah that's true (laughs) you know what about if you can you pre-record a zoom or a video and play it yeah yeah we could i mean we could talk about this off air but i don't know i like the live thing yeah that's true well let's say we let's say we do a regular show from seven to eight and after the eight o'clock hour we call someone in vegas it's well, 5 a.m., yeah. Yeah, it's too early. Well. You could do a video thing. That'd be fun. It'd be fun for the listeners. Yeah. All right. We'll f- we'll figure it, it out. Just but a five minute. Just a quick one. We also have. Maybe. Yes, I know. I We have a lot of good friends in on the West Coast. But, yeah, mm-hmm. there's just something fun about doing it live. All right. Because they can answer questions or if comments or. That's true. Uh, We'll figure all that out, but we'll be back on Monday, everybody, as we are live here on Facebook, Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern. Facebook.com slash Julian Dion Show. Be sure to like the Instagram page, Instagram.com, or no, at Julian Dion Show. We're going to have some new content out there. We hired a new web person. Yes. Very exciting. So, social media person. Anyway. Gotta go, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Jen, enjoy. Enjoy your weekend, Jenny. Yes, well, I will see you. I love you. I love you. We'll see you on Monday. Everybody, please be sure to share, like, comment, subscribe. Thanks to Lindsay Ferguson for the pre-show song. Thanks to Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Thanks to you for all the great comments. We're going to go watch Waco. We'll see you guys on Monday. And as always, watch your head. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. Time. A waste of time